0: Hello there, I'm Kevin Scott, writer of Star Wars The High Republic from Marvel, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. I have something here for you. A Utini Podcast Network production. Your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough. Episode 113, Our Favorite Lightsabers. The weapon of a Jedi Knight. On this episode, what's your favorite pet in the Star Wars universe? (laughs) Your book reviews. Not as clumsy or random as a blast. And the Utini crew talks about the lore of the lightsaber. Elegant weapon but a more civilized age. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Wes Jenkins, and special guest host, Andrew Bell.
1: Uteni. What is up, everyone? Welcome into The Living Force, a Uteni Podcast Network production. Well, I'm one of your hosts, Eric Hilerson, and joining me tonight to chat all about our favorite holy weapons is a full cast of characters. First, we got the meat-eater extraordinaire, Dr. Corey Helton.
2: <laughs> I'm alright! I'm alright! <laughs> I got my Porkins shirt, baby! <laughs> I'm so happy about this shirt. <laughs> God, repping the,
1: the star of the fifth episode of The Living Force way back when, Porkins himself.
2: Porkins himself. I never thought I would have a shirt that has Porkins on it, but here
3: we are. <laughs> here we are. It's
1: 2021. It's a new world, but it's also a new world because we have the glorious sausage building face of Wes Jenkins. Hey,
3: that's me. Yes, Eric. Um, so, in case nobody knows, and I'm sure you don't, I spent from <laughs> about 4 p.m. yesterday to about 12:30 a.m stuffing sausages uh yesterday so that my deer meat has been in my Sausage. freezer for about three months and uh i decided that it w- yesterday was the day so i have 70 pounds of meat available for consumption for the next oh, for the next year and i'm super excited about it man so what like like two weeks worth <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much <laughs> We well,
1: you know that's two weeks worth of meat over at the house of our guest andrew bell welcome
4: what's so, up so um um Long-time long time listener, first time caller. I have a question for Eric. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Do you think, do you think, do you think Dak Prescott is going to be ready for the season? Opener? Oh, oh, god! I one
1: hundred percent believe Dak Prescott will be ready. If you notice the interview he did this week on a Dallas radio station, he said he could go right now. He says the knee's fine. Uh, thank you for asking. The ankle's fine. Knee is also great. Everything's fine on Dak Prescott. I hope and must say to myself three times every morning in the mirror. Anyway, hi, everyone. Uh, we're here <laughs> tonight uh, with these fine fellows. We're going to chat about lightsabers. But before we do, a couple things. Um, last week, we had our dark side draft. It was a ton of fun. We put up a poll on Twitter to see whose team y'all liked the most. We got an even 50 votes. And the final tally goes as such. In fourth place, Dr. Corey Helton's team had 8%. In third place... Dr. Charles Hankel had twenty-two percent <laughs> in second place. Wes Jenkins with twenty-eight percent, which means in first place myself with forty-two percent of the vote.
2: Uh-huh. I never yeah. win yeah.
1: anything
2: ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, on this stupid <laughs> podcast. I mean, why we do this crap together, you man? You not
3: only didn't win, you came in dead last <laughs> every single time. Every single time, I can't have anything. <laughs> it was well, only it's kind of like a running joke, I guess.
1: We'll see how you do the next one because our we did ask what you guys want the rest of the uh, drafts to be like, and we got a lot of requests for a bounty hunter draft. So we did not officializing did. anything. Because I don't plan as far out. officializing. Is that a word?
3: Yes, it is today. Today it
1: is. I said it on the internet. It, <laughs> it lives forever. Uh, basically, it is. So keep your eyes out. We're very excited for that. Uh, another quick announcement before we get into some patron stuff and our weekly roundup. Today, around the Twitter sphere was the third annual, second annual or third annual, uh, Make Solo 2 Happen Day. So we just want to throw our official Living Force Utini support behind that movement. Because, yo, Solo is great. It's just a fantastic movie. It deserves more spinoffs in books, in TV shows, in movies. So, hashtag make let two happen. I need that Kira sure. Mall story. Um,
3: do we? Yeah. I mean, do we see it on Disney Plus as a like as a you know live action? I don't know side mini-series? project movie. Yeah, I, I mean, think Ooh, so. a mini series would be fantastic. Mini series, a Six episode mini
2: series. Ooh, that would be, be good. You know? That would be, be good.
1: So. Yeah, love that. If you're looking for a show to watch tonight, or a Star Wars movie to throw on at night, because you're like Corey and you can't fall asleep without watching Star Wars, maybe pick Solo (laughs) this this week. I
2: have disease. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) joy, joy, joy. Boopity boop. Moving on. Um, (laughs) We want to say, as always, a quick thank you to one all the people in the chat tonight. We already have a ton of talk about my horrible spending habits on all the Sabers beside me. I'm excited to talk about more of those. And Ian, thank you for praying for my quarterback. Um, I need that this year. I'm just going to say that. Uh, but we wanted to say also thank you to our glorious patrons and remind everyone that we are $10 away at present from our next Patreon goal, which is a drunk trivia night with the hosts of this very podcast. So if that's not only something you're into, you know, <laughs> head over to utini.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash utini. <laughs> check out all give us
2: money <laughs>
1: yeah check out all the extra stuff we got including early access to our shows like star wars archives and cafe hey cath faves excuse me and of course exclusive access to things like the ghost crew which is the rebels podcast charlie and i do that just finished up season two this wednesday so check that out we also have a patron of the week this week that wrote in something charles is not here oh man
3: west you want to take a crack at it Ooh, ooh, I can take a crack at it. Do Hopefully it. Sausage <clears throat> man. Mumble my way through here. <clears throat> hey guys, thanks for selecting me as patron of the week. I preferred. Who's the patron of the week, bro? Damn, man. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say the name. I was going to say the name, and then they say the name in the next sentence. So as you ruined it, the name was going to come up. Let me start over. Can you I back to. Try-
1: all right back to one back to one
3: hey guys thanks for selecting me as patron of the week i prefer to go by chirps for the sake of anonymity i spent my whole life so far growing up in california at the moment i'm a 21 year old college senior studying animal biology at a university believe it or not my first interaction with star wars was coming over to my neighbor's house and watching them play lego star wars on the wii I had no hmm. idea what was happening, but I was so fascinated by all these cool characters and locations that I bought the game for myself. I still think that beating the pod racing level, combined with the Wii's motion controls, is one of my greatest accomplishments. Eventually, my dad, who never told me he loved Star Wars, wanted to watch never all never six told movies. Me with he me. loved me. I'm like, oh my god, man! <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in my life, he told me he loved me because of Star Wars. It <laughs> is not what he wrote. Moving on. <laughs> Wanted to watch all six movies with me after realizing that I only knew Star Wars as some Lego video game. While I wasn't born early enough to watch the original or prequel trilogy on the big screen, I was the prime age of 15 to watch The Force Awakens, and I swear I almost teared up hearing the fanfare again. I've only started delving into the Star Wars EU in January, my first book being Light of the Jedi. Nice. Good choice, good choice. I haven't read a book that wasn't forced upon me in some English class since I was 12, and reading Light of the Jedi ignited my old spark for books once more. I planned on reading 12 books this year as a challenge, but the year is not even halfway over, and I've read 14. Yes! Wow! Nice! Nice, nice, nice! So far, my definite favorite story other than Light of the Jedi is Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice. All right. Mm, also correct. Strong
2: choice. <laughs> Phenomenal. Strong choice.
3: Towards the beginning of my Star Wars EU journey, I was looking for an online resource that I could use to find out which book I should read next. This led me to UTini, which provided me exactly what I needed and more. I never thought I'd watch or I'd ever watch weekly podcasts about Star Wars books and comics, but here I am. I nice. also love participating in the friendly and welcoming Discord server. I decided to become a patron to show how much I care about what you all have, been, have given me, especially considering mm. all I got to do is sacrifice a $5 coffee each month. Oh, that, that's rough, even for me. <laughs> Money talks,
2: baby. <laughs> Thanks for everything, guys.
3: Finally, my question for the hosts. As an animal biology student, I've been fascinated by all the unique creatures of the Star Wars universe, from the varactyl that Obi-Wan rides in Episode 3 to the giant, ooh boy, Shio bird S H triple Y zero or O bird that Cal Kestis rides on Kashyyyk in Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I love them all. If you guys could choose any Star Wars creature to be your pet slash mount, what would it be? Wow, mm. fantastic. Good story. Question. Great question. Yeah, Damn. great story. Um, fantastic. I know.
2: immediately. both books this year. That's impressive. I know. Immediately. All right. What is it? I,
1: I have a I have a mount and I have a pet because I said both. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Mount. It's a tauntaun. Ten out of ten. I'm a tauntaun mm, man. Oh, strong. I'm a, man. I'm a tauntaun man. Tauntaun <laughs> um, man. And then for a pet, I'm gonna say uh, Ember, the charl hound from *Light of the Jedi*. The the little dog that Bell finds. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Wow. That's, that's what I want. That's very specific.
1: <laughs> Any charl hound as that- a whole, I'll say. <sighs>
2: Or, or oh wait. I just I, I searched for Star Wars animals and a picture of Max Rebo came up. <laughs>
4: no, also, that's your that's, mount. That's 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 my mount. Okay, that's, that's my mount. Dibs. I already oh, had to
2: change man. my answer though
1: because I, I almost forgot this thing existed. My pet is is of course actually it's a love cat. I'm
2: a love cat. Oh, yeah. The love cat. All right, what do I you want guys my think? pet. I want my pet to be uh what's the monkey lizard thing? A Kowakian monkey, monkey, monkey lizard? Yes monkey yes. yeah. lizard. I want yeah. one of those <laughs> so they are, the, are those
4: senti are those sentient?
2: Somewhat, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, sure. sentient. It was like okay. uh it was like okay, uh was So like you're
4: so you're w- You're pro slavery <laughs>
2: All right, listen. If, if, you, want was, thing if you want a sentient being as a pet, that guy was Java's he, he was he was Jabba's court jester. That's like the canon thing, man. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we just got a uh, new patron. There we go. Ian Cooley just pledged $10. Oh, thanks, We're at man. the goal. <laughs> oh, Ian. Made it. Hey. Ian has been like my best friend for a decade. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. I, thanks, man. I, I talked to I I, th- I think that's Do you know lots of Ian's There's just one Ian? I Ean. have two
1: Ian's who are two of my very <sighs> best okay. friends hilariously.
2: Okay, all right, that's funny because I, I thought there might be two Ian's because one of the Ian's I've talked to because I mailed him a graphic novel a long time ago yeah, and back Ian. when we were doing book boxes. Yeah. Is that this Ian? That's this Ian. Hey, Ian, I'm sorry your graphic novel sucked, but you're <laughs> one of the only customers I ever talked to on the phone. So, you Interesting. Know, that's that. All
1: right, okay. Mounts. So, what about mounts? Andrew, Wes, what do you got? What are you bringing to the table?
3: Well, I'm only going to do my pet. and my pet that I choose not so much a creature as it is a mouse droid. So I could have a mouse Aww. droid. Good choice. Running that around. Choice. dang it. You cheat. You don't have to feed them or any of that. You can just look. The battery runs out. And you can just forget about it. That he's even there. I
2: love the sounds. I love the sounds yeah. Yeah. that they make. The little chirpy noises. <laughs>
1: they are so afraid Fantastic. of everything, too. Like, I know. Especially in Last Jedi, when we were watching it the other night, the one in the, in the, in the, the, the Snoke ship, when they're sneaking mm-hmm. around, it's like, Eah!
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just like that, Andrew, bring us home, man.
4: Well, so you, you already you already took mine, but you said it was a pet. I'm going a different direction. I want the loft cat as a mount. I want ten of them, and I want them to treat them like sled dogs. You know, like I want to tie them together Brilliant. and just be like, "Hey, take me across." the Oh my god! The then you can just say, "Follow the white
1: loft cat," and then
4: exactly hit in the front. <laughs> yeah, I love like that. It, I, I actually, I actually want to get Cuba Gooding Jr. to do a sequel Snow to dogs. Snow Dogs instead. It's just gonna be Lothcat.
2: Brilliant. <laughs> what do you say yes. to make them go? Please, like, like
4: mush. <laughs> no, you, you gotta what use the force. Say?
1: That's all. You just gotta nudge them with the force, <laughs> I guess,
4: a... Yep, yep. Great idea. For the love right. of Dave, for I the didn't... love of Dave Filoni, please go.
2: <laughs> I didn't choose a. Uh, I didn't choose a mount. We supposed to, to choose mount. both. If you want. Okay, I want a Bantha. Bantha's what I want. Oh, Bantha's solid. Bantha. Yep. I want a Bantha. Nice, okay. easy
3: ride. I want yep, the Bindu right. as my mount. As a mount? <laughs> 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 the Bindu. Oh,
2: that's funny. Wes dude. Jenkins,
3: Jedi Knight. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Andrew.
4: Get off me.
5: <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> All right, looking
1: in the chat here, Joxie brings up a great one: a loath wolf would be also sure. be a great pet and or mount. Ooh, you know, a lot of loves.
2: Yeah.
4: Them.
1: Oh my god, and Stephanie Max says pets a loath cat and a Dianaga to ride.
2: That's Ooh. a fun ride. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Well, you know
1: what? If y'all listening and watching, let us know what is your mount and or pet. Tweet it to us at Living Force Pod. Throw it in the Discord server. We'd love to see what you got. <laughs> All right, now on to our Star Wars weekly roundup. Um. We want to start this weekly roundup with something that was brought to my attention, actually, by our guest Andrew Bell. Um, here at Utini, we have a lot of people on our team. We have—we just hit over thirty people that work behind the scenes at Utini. Some of them you see on camera. Some of their words. Some of them write words that you read. Some of them keep up timeline databases. And there are so many amazing staff members that we love so dearly. But lately, because of all kinds of extra factors, there's, there's a team member that has just been doing so much extra work, specifically in our video team that Andrew wanted to really point out, and we all couldn't agree more. And that's our very own Nathan Emery, who actually edits these very weekly roundups. So, Nathan, as you're editing this dude, you've been freaking awesome. That dude right there with the most gorgeous hair you can imagine. <laughs> um, you've been just awesome. And you, we don't tell you this enough, and I hope that you all love Nathan's videos go to his tiktok go to his youtube channel personally but nathan just a quick shout out for all the awesome work you do buddy so that's dude how we nathan's
2: yeah. Yeah. nathan's tiktok is so chill you got to oh. find him on tiktok i don't know what his username <laughs> so is relaxing. On, i don't know what it is on tiktok but it's he like just like narrates life in this it's really great. chill voice mm, and he, he so shows good. off
4: his star wars toys so good see when i asked eric to to do the shout out, I wasn't actually expecting to be on the show. Um, But as of three hours ago, that changed. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) but so I I actually have a chance to, to, to shout out Nathan. Great work. Uh, That goes for the entire video team. I I know I'm partial, but I don't want to, obviously I want to single Nathan out, but also I want to shout out the rest of the video team too: Emma, Jake, everybody else's.
1: Yeah. Astonishing stuff. Love you all. Now back to me, Wes, because we have another (laughs) thing to talk about in our Star Wars Weekly Roundup. And that is our first uh, reference guide review in quite a while, because our friends over at DK were kind enough to send over the Clone Wars character encyclopedia. um, Oh, cool. Which is super updated, as in all the way through Season 7 and the beginning, well, not the beginning of the Bad Batch arc, but the Bad Batch characters. So this guy, uh, it's a paperback book. Right? Nice and flimsy, but a pretty cool cover here. Has all the Season 7 designs, Ahsoka in her new in her new outfit, Anakin with the long hair. And this is just honestly a really freaking awesomely put together guide, as they all are, if I want to show you here. This is how this thing looks. It gives you oh, character cool. guides for all your mains that are like this. So Anakin, obviously, chosen one, ever heard of it. <laughs> uh, are they all
2: color-coded like that?
1: A lot of them are, yeah. They all have individual colors. Um and the mains like Anakin and Obi-Wan Ahsoka get double page spreads that give you a brief bio. It gives you a timeline with BBYs and stuff all about oh, cool. their, their actual exploits, their el- that,
2: that would be that would be useful for Trevor with the timeline. It's, That's really cool.
1: Trevor, you need this book. You were born to have this book. <laughs> but once you get past those, you also get people like like all the little Padawans each get, get their oh, little things. like if you were in a frame of a Clone Wars episode, you're basically in this. Like there's so many. Wow.
2: They have all the clones, I'm assuming, right?
1: Look at that. I was just going to say, it. my favorite thing about it, <laughs> every clone oh, that has a name, which for your t- trivia folks, I mean, like our friend nice. Laura from Force Toast, Alex Damon, I guarantee you has this thing, because it is like, okay, when you go to trivia and they show you a picture of Jet or Apo, what were they? <laughs> it's all in here. It's really freaking beautiful. Uh, Emma just put in the chat. She loved this particular book, read it cover to cover, and it threw her back to one of her first Star Wars books from the Scholastic Book Fair, which was the OG version of this very encyclopedia. Um, Nice. On the back, it tells you more than 350 Clone Wars characters. So if you can think of them, they're probably in here. Um, And I want to show – yeah. So all the way up to our freaking Bad Batch guys all get their own little profile to promote the show and things like that.
3: Yeah, so that so, that page right there looks more like the OG um, Clone Wars character encyclopedia because um, I actually I got the the older Clone Wars character encyclopedia two years ago on our uh, Secret Santa from one oh, of our wow, patrons. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And that's funny. Like man. having it with you while you're watching the show, and you're like, "What is that?" And then you just flip yeah. to it and see, it and gives you the history behind it. Is really cool. It, like yep. puts an I image mean, in your mind for you not to forget.
1: Where else can you have a double page spread with all the huts? And they're different heights. <laughs> oh, zero. zero.
3: Come on now. <laughs> uh,
2: I didn't mention oh, earlier. I love Zero. Yeah, I forgot
1: to mention. This is written by Jason Fry. Um, Star Wars writer, he wrote The Last Jedi novelization. He's written a couple of these encyclopedias. It's, again, solid get. If you're missing Clone Wars and loving Bad Batch, obviously, like we are, check out Bounty Hunt every weekend. Um, it's just a great thing to realize, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, that person. Like, if you want to remember who, like, J-Bo Hood was or, like, Morley, the anacondon that was in the junk pile. Like, they're all in here. (laughs) The art is beautiful. It's nicely color-coded. It's out now, again, from everywhere you can get it, including the Star Wars timeline over at Utini. Check it out. Love it a lot. Star Wars Clone Wars Character Encyclopedia from DK.
3: And the link is in the description below.
1: Look at that. West freaking Jenkins on top of Professional, it. Professional, right. man. Uh, two other things we wanted to discuss on the weekly roundup this week. First of all, we wanted to bring to your attention, we got yet another Rising Storm excerpt from the lovely and talented Kevin Scott. Here it is over on StarWars.com. It highlights Belle Zedifar, who's on the right there of the cover. Um, we loved him in light of the Jedi this shows what we can assume are like his opening moments uh, within the novel uh, dealing with the fallout of light of the Jedi no spoilers if you haven't read it but he he goes through some intense periods at the end of that novel so go check that out our very own Meg Dowell put up a write-up over at utini.com so if you want to go to Utini and then click through there and get us those clicks I'm not telling you you have to but I'm telling you that's an option. And then finally, for all you t- Living Forest listeners, we've told you all that the Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good Roundtable would start next week. However, our very own Dr. Charles Hankels was scheduled for a 24-hour shift. And live streaming Wi-Fi isn't great in the hospital. So, because we can't get him on the show next week and he runs all these roundtables so beautifully, we are pushing that a week later. So the Greater Good Roundtable will now start on June 7th. And probably June 14th as a two-parter. So if you wanted to make sure you had the book read in time, you get another week to make sure you're ready for Charles's glorious prompts. And of course, if you want to buy Greater Good still, or you wanna buy Rising Storm or absolutely anything, head over to ut.com. Go to the book profile of the book you want or check the new releases page. Click those affiliate links and anything you buy at Amazon during that click through, whether that be a book or a charcoal grill, we'll get a little cut of the profits. So we would really appreciate it. Help us keep going. All right. Next up, we had two book reviews this week. Wes, I'm going to put you in charge of these again because it's got Charles's face in the outline, but he abandoned us to stay, stay in the chat today.
3: <laughs> so I understand. No problem. So book review number one is from Fern. And this person read Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Gave them five stars. Everything I didn't know I needed. I say that, you know, almost daily. I was Aww. pretty hesitant to start Light of the Jedi because my entire EU experience has been steeped with novels from the prequel Clone War era. And I didn't want to leave it just yet. I wasn't sure if I was ready for a whole new era with completely new characters, but believe what is but boy, I thought that was an acronym. Boy, <laughs> boy, but boy! I finished Light of the Jedi in two days. It was everything I didn't know I wanted. Light of the Jedi in two days. Did I finish Light of the Jedi in two days too? No, it was the other one. Okay, You're Into the Dark in two days. But I understand. I understand the whole concept. I was I was hooked from the first page. It did it did take a while. to remember who was but every single character was memorable and significant the writing was terrific i laughed chuckled out loud and audibly gasped throughout the book never had i had such fun reading a star wars book most of their prequel clone war stuff makes me tear up or cry so this was incredibly fun and i will definitely be rereading it again and again it's a great sci-fi adventure novel with the perfect dash of mystery and just the right amount of star wars easter eggs that is it's connected to the whole Star Wars universe while still establishing itself as a whole new Star Wars era. My favorite characters were Loden Greatstorm yes! Eric, and his Padawan, along with Elzar Man. Nice. That's not to say the others were underdeveloped or anything, but that these three resonate with me, and I'm particularly excited about their specific arcs and invested in their character development. I would definitely read an anthology filled with stories of Loden and Bell, oh. and a story of Elzar or Porter or Markeon, or Avar, dot, dot, dot. Honestly, I'd read one for every single one of these new characters if the Star Wars gods were to ever write anything about their lives. Ditto. In my opinion, the best thing about this novel is Charles Soule's writing, especially his description of the Force for each Jedi. The Force being a song, a sea, an inferno, etc., was incredible. I remember us talking about that during the roundtable. Great yeah, description. Yeah. I've never thought of the Force in this manner, and it was incredibly beautiful to read it. I wish I, could forget every, I wish I can forget everything and experience the beauty of the Force through Scott's writing all over again. I can't wait to read the next novel. The High Republic Era is the best thing to ever come out of the Star Wars EU and non-EU besides the Clone Wars. Wow. Amazing. Great, great review on Light of the Jedi. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Also, speaking of that, if you want to show the camera on me real quick, I haven't pointed it out to our viewers. I got my on Rose shirt. Yeah. Oh, there
2: it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we showed those last week on uh, Twitter or whatever. Oh, nice. man, that
4: is love nice.
1: it On the good old, all, I, I paid the I do paid. Y'all know the any,
4: do you <laughs> all know anybody kind of... who does a good Mark Yonro impression?
2: Can't mm. No, not say nope. I I don't nope. know either. Yeah. Not a single But I'm sure one, one, one.
1: will appear at some point. <laughs> oh, the I shirt love looks like
2: it's, It looks leather. It looks leather on the front. Yeah, it does. Just the shiny <laughs> angle. Oh, my it's God.
1: Like... <laughs> give me that Marquion Roe leather jacket. I'll give you so much stupid money. Here. <laughs> like, her universe puts that out. I am sunk.
3: Oh, man. All right. Um Andrew, we'll put you... Oh, no. It's me. Uh... Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. you have the show notes for it. Andrew, you see that? Gonna, okay. Oh, yes. He's yeah. in there. He's, He's in there. In there. Andrew, right. Andrew, yeah. I saw his, little, I'm, I saw I'm his prepared. little light. I'm prepared. Are you ready? We'll give you the second yeah. one.
4: All right. This is uh, a review of Heir to the Empire by Javier. Four stars. Quote, it's not perfect, but it's amazing. It's not the perfect book I was wanting, but it was really good. Thrawn is just a great character, maybe too tactically perfect. And Zahn sure knows very good, Sure knows very good the main characters. It's an absolute <laughs> must for Star Wars fans.
3: I agree. Absolute must yes, for Star enough. Wars absolute
1: fans. Absolute must. And that's probably yes, what I'd give do it Zahn
2: does sure know very good the main characters. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> he absolutely does. <laughs> uh, and, of course, oh, if you want your review
1: on this show, thank you, Andrew, by the way, look up your book on utini.com in the official book profile or complete book details is how you'll find it. Scroll down to the bottom of the book page and add your own star rating and use a review. Make it fun. Or make it just really, you know, hit us where we live. We'll bring it up. We'll put it on the show. do what we got. Um, real quick, Corey, I put this in our L- Living Force Slack. This entire episode, I'm not going to lie, was built upon this meme that Spice Den made. <laughs> that if you get a chance to share oh, with yeah. our audience. I will,
2: I will, I will this pull is, this up right now. So
1: this is why, lately during quarantine, I've decided to fall in love with lightsabers again. And this meme was made um, when I got my Ahsoka <laughs> sabers. And... Um, <laughs> Eric, you're <laughs> all hunched <laughs> over. That's terrible <laughs>
3: posture. Uh, right? That's,
1: which is terribly inaccurate because I have a secret lab chair, not a sponsor.
3: <laughs> not but I wanted to
1: start this episode. Yet. In the end. I want to ask you guys uh, before we talk about some of our favorite lightsaber designs over the years, just open with a question What do you guys think is the personal purpose of a lightsaber? Like, the Jedi are lifelong pacifists, right? Mm-hmm. But the most popular symbol is this sword that can cut through literally anything. So why do you think that's so important?
2: I, I mean, think... it's like... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Andrew. Andrew. Go ahead. I,
4: gonna, I, I think they were originally created to make lunch meat on the go because you can just slice raw meat and it's already cooked, like, <laughs> in just thin slices. And then somewhere along the way, the Jedi kind of lost focus and then they we're like, you know what? We could also... Kill people with these.
1: <laughs> that's when they lost their way. That Disney was it. that's it when works. they lost their way.
4: Yeah, but I, I think the lunch meat thing was the okay. was the first. That's possible.
3: First All right. Other
2: Strong ideas? choice. Strong yeah. choice. Uh, I was gonna say that I love that Yoda quote. I think it's Yoda that says it. He says something like, "A Jedi's power is used always for defense, never for attack," mm-hmm. and like that's what I always think of that when I think about the lightsaber. Me too. Right. Yeah. It's like because. I mean, these things are, like, ultra-powerful weapons. Yeah. Right. I wanted one so bad as a child. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. will never, for- never forget this. Back when YouTube was, like, first kicking on, um, people started making those, like, fake lightsaber fights mm-hmm. yeah. um, and stuff, right? Where they would they animate awesome. them and everything, where it looked like they were real. And there was, like, there was one. I cannot remember what the name of the video was. It's been around for ages. And it's, like, these two guys. And in the, in the name of the video is just, like... Like, Chuck versus Gary or something dumb like that, right? <laughs> Early U2 days, right? And they have this epic lightsaber fight in this, like, huge factory. And I remember specifically being in middle school, going through this, like, depressive phase mm-hmm. because it's never going to happen. Like, because, yeah, holy, yeah! I cannot get a lightsaber <laughs> like that. It was super weird, but i like, this is a weird memory of, like... Yeah. And then Disney's like, so cool. sup! Um, yeah.
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm, start- I'm starting to wonder if Corey was... <laughs> the original Star Wars kid. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's him.
3: There's the gift. <laughs> There's the gif! Meredith! it is.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> and, um,
1: yeah. What a screen
3: grab right there. I, I love
5: that. <laughs> I, do,
1: I do love that initial point though, Corey, for real. Like the Yoda saying it is, it is always in defense. Never an attack is interesting because the lightsaber can cut through anything, but that means it should theoretically also be able to stop anything. It is, it is a protective weapon, Right. Like a lot of times, we see with lightsabers, they're used to either cut open doorways, like for means of escape, or for or to to solve problems. Right? It's kind of like a tool that can do it all. It's and the utility
3: I... infielder. It's what it is. It's, it's good for everything. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's <Right>. sports. Sports. <laughs> and I've always I loved the idea. That yeah. There you go. I love that the lightsaber is the thing that like all Jedi's have, and immediately identifies them as Jedi to those in need. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also something that's so intensely personal. And I think over the years has only gotten more personal as canon and Legends both like kind of expanded what a lightsaber is other than just a laser sword, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, the lightsaber has become such a huge symbol of the Jedi. Like, It's always a really moving moment when we have a Jedi, this sort of coming of age, and they build their first lightsaber, right? Every time we see that happen, mm-hmm. it's always a really cool... Like important experience. Every yeah. time I seen a video game, it's a hugely important experience. Every time I see a comic or a mm-hmm. book, and I don't know, it's just something profound about building the lightsaber. The fact that they have to use the force to assemble it is so mm-hmm. epic.
1: Yeah, I love uh, that. And there's and there's so many things like that we can find in canon about like the parts, like the emitter and the the focusing crystal and all that kind of stuff, which is really cool. But I totally agree. My I just get goosebumps whenever I see concept art or something of the Jedi just with their eyes closed and their hands up and all the pieces just kind of swirling around. And you just got to focus and listen to the universe until the weapon just, like, makes itself instantly. And then that... There's always a music flourish. Yeah. And, and and then the, the blade just ignites and it's... Got, you think, talking about it makes me excited.
3: Do you think that's so. just part of, like, the Jedi ceremony of you know, coming of age and then getting their kyber crystal and then putting it all together. But mm-hmm. it's not like that lightsaber is not going to work for somebody else because we've seen right. we've seen it mm-hmm. that way with Finn. Right. When he when he lit up uh, Anakin's uh, lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So um, it's 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 odd in a way that they go through this whole strife to put this together. and It's very unique to them. But then mm-hmm. somebody yeah. could just take it from them and then. Stab and we
2: don't, interesting idea. We do not see the Jedi recycle lightsabers. Nobody carries anybody else's mm-hmm. lightsaber. Everyone builds their own. So, like, you know, theoretically, there is a lightsaber for every Jedi that's ever lived somewhere. I actually, right? I actually
4: had that thought the other day because I, it, during the uh, Attack of the Clones anniversary, it made me think of the Genosis scene when they just toss Obi-Wan and Anakin like these random – do they have like auxiliary lightsabers? Like, <laughs> Whose lightsabers like, are they? <laughs> yeah, like right. like in a Jedi Starfighter, it's almost like a fire extinguisher. Like, in case of emergency, break glass type yeah. deal, yeah, like, right.
1: Well, maybe, <laughs> and it's interesting because the High Republic has, been, has talked about this a lot in Light of the Jedi, which obviously we've already mentioned on this show, is that uh, Charles Soule, I remember early in the book, described like the lightsabers as tools, and some Jedi – like crafted their lightsaber differently based on like fashion. And it, it was, it seemed like it was a little less precious. And it does seem like, you know, when, um, when Jedi fall, maybe like their lightsabers are collected almost like dog tags. It seems. And they're like carried back to the temple. So they have like these extra lightsabers. And obviously after order 66, um, they like, gathered them and like melted them all down in like Imperial square. I forgot which book or, or something that was in, but it's, the disposal of the lightsaber and the gathering of another lightsaber, uh, probably most notably Ahsoka in her novel when she goes to get her yeah. second pair, is always so interesting,
4: you know? So I I, I just had this thought, and I think, I think Jared was in the chat. He'll appreciate this. Um, so I'm going to go theological here for a second, but I, there's a Bible verse that says the meek shall inherit the earth, and this does tie back in. Um, but I actually heard recently that there's a different translation that says those that— and again, Jared, please don't check me on my theology. But <laughs> there there's apparently like a different translation that comes out closer to uh, those that carry a sword but keep it sheathed shall inherit the earth. Ooh. And I think that kind of I think that kind of ties into like the mentality that a Jedi should have as far as yeah, um, yeah you know, is their lightsaber like capable of violence, um but controlled. Yeah, um, we
1: see Yodas and, twice. Essentially, yeah outside of right. the clone yeah. wars, obviously, but like the end of Attack of the Clones and then yeah. when they're going to the temple. Like, it's two and that very was a, specific points.
4: And that was a big deal in Attack of the Clones when you first see him draw his right. lightsaber-like. Yeah.
1: Right, and Ian puts a puts a great point in the chat. He says, I imagine it's like Harry Potter wands. You have a lightsaber that's yours, and you can use it, but you aren't as adept with other people's. Like, the wand, like it doesn't mm. listen to yeah. you as well. Um, right. right. And I think we'll definitely get that. Like, the High Republic seems like just the way it's being written about so far, like, with the lightsabers powering the vector weapons and things like that, I think that we have possibilities for expansion uh but on that note i actually wanted to talk a little bit about the evolution of lightsabers with you all because we've we've gone to a couple different places with lightsabers right we we had like luke switched lightsabers between movies just and we didn't hear about it
2: the famous deleted scene in the cave rebuilds the lightsabers yeah
1: but we can go even further back in legends 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 i see i see jared oh jared in the chat (laughs) matthew 55 there it is thank you jared um, but I want to go all the way back to Dawn of the Jedi into the Void, which had lightsabers like powered by power backpacks. Did you guys ever read this one?
2: What? No, no yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah,
1: like the lightsabers were like a tool, but they had to like carry around these batteries essentially, to like a power Ghostbuster.
2: Them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Who are you gonna call? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is funny because, like, you think of like you know we now see the like, the Clone Wars episode where the kids go to get their crystals that Ahsoka arc with David Tennant um as as Hugh Yang um is such a cool arc that I think it's hard to, to, to remember a time before that's how lightsabers were gotten, but now like having them as tools. Uh, oh yeah, Spice Den says the proto sabers. Um, mm-hmm. To have it that much earlier they hadn't quite figured out the mysticism yet or been able to like create the technology. Which of course then evolved into all right, we can have the crystals work on their own, but then people like the Sith were making artificial crystals or even in Kotor Cory, like well, you got crate dragon yeah. pearls, you can use as crystals.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, the we've really seen quite the evolution of the lightsaber over the course of time, right? Yeah. Like in like like you say, we see Luke build a lightsaber in that deleted scene from Return of the Jedi. And then like Kotor added all kinds of weird stuff. Like you can change your hilt around, yep. you can change all kinds of crazy stuff. And like it's it's and now in recent canon has really done a lot to developing like crystals and changing mm.
3: those and yeah, it's been sick. Yeah. Matt it's Noting Master and Apprentice, how they used like what was it an orange, in an yeah! orange crystal, the, like
1: fake Kyber crystal. Yeah, the
3: fake Kyber yeah. crystal that could still, it couldn't, it couldn't penetrate armor or something. I forgot yep. what the whole premise was, but yeah, it was uh it was that was the one instance where I saw like the medium where it was an artificial crystal that they yeah. used. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, I've been a big fan of how they have sort of pushed the
2: boundary of lightsabers recently, right? They didn't really push them much mm-hmm. in in uh, the prequels, right? We saw a double-bladed lightsaber for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, in awesome. the prequels, right? Changed my Freak life. Forever. I don't really break down. I know. I don't know the answer if that's ever if that showed up before that, like in comics or stuff. That's a good it question. It did come up actually. in
1: co- I, Legends Look Back or Cosmic Forest. Talked about it. It did come up. Okay, in, an, in a Dark Horse comic, so the double
2: bladed lightsaber was was a thing. Yeah. So, but new canon, we've seen all kinds of interesting stuff yeah. from in the Ahsoka book, where she takes uh, the lightsaber and bleed, and she doesn't bleed it. What does she do to it? She, she turns it white.
1: She heals it. And I, and that's what she I want to it. ask you guys about. You know, you mentioned we've with the bleeding of the crystal and and things like the rise of Kylo Ren, knowing that's how red lightsabers are made. All, like the comics have really done so much for lightsaber lore. And I wanted to ask you guys just personally, no wrong answers here. Do you prefer? And, and chat I want to hear you as well. Um, also, those were the colon crystals in Master and Apprentice. How do we
3: forget that? Because we laughed about it for years. <laughs> colon crystals. crystals. Uh, Jared also make said sure chat, you make sure you, you check with your proctologist. Men over fifty. <laughs>
1: uh, Jared says uh, the first double-bladed lightsaber was Exar Kun, early 90s. Tales of the Jedi, "Thank you." Really?
4: That's
3: right. Yes. Mm. Um, that. So he I wanna, got
4: beat by a three-year-old. I'm just saying. I mean, who? Who among <laughs> us? Right. 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 Um,
1: you're, yeah, you're your parent. You know how easy it is to get beat by a three-year-old.
4: Don't I ever? <laughs> you, you, you might be kidding, but you're not. <laughs>
1: So I want to ask you guys just straight up though, when it, if it's the 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 crystals can be kind of anything and artificial crystals exist like that that's one set of lore, and now we have the kyber crystals are a little more organic. They call out to the Jedi. You can in- infuse them with pain. They're all basically yeah. clear mm-hmm. until the Jedi gets them. Like which which lore do you personally prefer, Corey? I, I guess you you prefer uh, the all new of one. it, all of it.
2: All no no, no. I, I like go. all of it, man. Like I'm all about I'm all about like. Uh, Pushing the limits of creativity with this type of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we are God, what forty something years? How many years into Star Wars are we yeah. now? Seventy six, like 44. or 40-something 40-something forty something years? Yeah, forty four years into, forty four years into Star Wars now, right? Um, we have had lore really change a lot over time, right? Yeah, like. And I really like the fact that lightsabers have this fluid sort of characteristic that nobody yeah. really understands. Yeah. We see we see the Jedi seem to understand lightsabers, but like it keeps changing, uh, right? And yeah. it's not it's not a bad thing that it's changing, right? Like it's just New and different and weird, I love it. We have lots of stuff in Legends. The light whip, like Zana, baby, yeah, yeah. The light whip was really cool. We've had lots of weird stuff. Like I'm all about it, man. And Candace bringing it it.
1: back. I mean, like if if y'all didn't read a test of courage or are excited for the next wave of High Republic, I, I'm just gonna keep talking about the High Republic in every episode. Deal with it. It's here. Um, like Vernestra Rowe has a light whip and that is clearly because of mm-hmm. Zana's influence. And now she shows up in the comics again with that light whip. Like we have a lot of variations that we'll talk about in our, once we get to some of our favorite hilts, I didn't want to talk about too many of them because I know we have some coming up, but like Asajj Ventress's double bladed lightsaber. It actually is just two sabers that like can connect and do all these weird things. Um, and then a couple of, I know Andrew, you have one coming up that I don't want to spoil for people. <laughs> Uh, But uh, Wes, Andrew, uh, same question to you guys. Do you guys have a vibe one way or the other on the kind of more traditional power source, artificial crystal stuff, or the more kind of organic living being lightsabers?
3: I like the Kyber crystal being the organic living being. The top echelon can't beat it. It can basically beat any of the artificial. But I like the artificial crystals as being a, formidable foe, right? They still do damage. Yeah, sure. They're still, they're still have like maximum pain that they, they can give, but the only thing that can counteract it is a kyber crystal lightsaber. So that's that's kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah.
1: I love that.
4: Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep this like base level without going like too deep into it. I'm more in favor of like non living crystals only because if the Jedi are using living crystals, it is more of a muddled moral thing to me, I guess. I don't know. It's just kind of a weird thing. Like the the idea of the the Jedi using something that is living seems contradictory to their nature, which the Jedi have shown the Jedi have shown us that they're, they're okay. Being contradictory to their own Mm -hmm. beliefs. Yeah. Um, I did. I did make a, a decision going into this episode that I wasn't going to slander the Jedi too much. So that's as far as I go. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's um, fair. But yeah, no, I, I I think I prefer kind of like the more just like artificial, like it's just matter. It's not necessarily like a living thing.
1: And I think that's the cool thing about it too is that you know whether whatever whatever side you fall on as as listeners or viewers, like there's content for all of it, and there's really cool ways to do it. Um, oh man, oh super chat from Stephen Smith just came Stephen in. Stephen Smith. Keep up hey. the good work, fellas. Love your channel with the with the horns. Thanks, Hell man. yeah, man. Thank you. We try. Yeah. We try. And you know what? Here, we're going to keep doing that work because I'm going to plug something that's going to help you all. We talked about this in a uh, Star Wars Weekly Roundup when it first came out. But when I gave the homework assignment for this episode, <laughs> uh, which you'll hear about in a second, I went straight to this book which is the lightsaber collection book, uh, which I came know. out. I
2: was, from Inside I was Editions, uh, really, really wishing I had that book. Same when here. Yeah. I'm really wishing it. You'll,
1: you'll see in a while. If you, if you didn't pick this one up, um, it, it's this conversation we're having all along. It has the brief intro about, you know, fighting styles and how's the lightsaber made? What's it like? And then it just has the visual of every lightsaber in Canon. You could kind of ever want books, comics, movies, etc. cetera. Uh, so just a quick quick plug for that book, because we're still a book show, you know? <laughs> but before we get to our favorite sabers here, guys, I just want to ask you, round-robin style, a couple quick easy, easy-ish lightsaber questions. Uh, Andrew, we're going to start with you. Favorite lightsaber oh, color? Okay.
4: Huh? Favorite lightsaber uh, color? Green.
1: Green. Wes?
3: Magenta.
1: Nice. Mm, Corey? Yeah. So
2: bougie. Mm. If if we're if we're talking about playing a game, I would go with magenta too. Funny enough, all right, like I all right. love the magenta stuff. But blue, if I'm choosing a movie okay. color, blue.
1: Okay, that's dope. Uh, Basic. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> brown. I, 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 I struggle with this myself. Mine's, brown. <laughs> mine's gold. Um,
3: okay. Oh, nice. I love shade nice. of brown. Gold.
4: Yep. that is, the <laughs> most, yes, that, is the, that is the most eric answer you could have possibly <laughs> it, had baby. i love it like like Corey's like blue and eric's like gold <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Bright and throw, throw your favorite colors in the chat guys yeah, i want to see what i like yeah.
4: okay we
1: got has ian like. has green. Ian yellow. Oh, yes stephanie, stephanie mack with
3: the mace windu purple oh yeah CB
1: green another yellow from steven Nice, I love
3: that, nice. yeah. Ultraviolet. Rob I never ultra see it coming. Vi- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Got another green Fates. Silver isn't silver the, one too that they just yep. that I just saw in the uh, the High Republic. Yep, we've seen silver.
2: The, yep. The, Cyan. the ultra <laughs> Cyan's another cool color. You can put in. Uh, you can put in the KOTOR games. Yeah.
4: The the ultraviolet would also be a little bit dangerous because. Imagine you go to reattach it to your belt, and you didn't realize you hadn't turned it off yet. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you're, your you're an yeah, you're an amputee. Like, well, I'll
3: tell yeah. you you're going a wicked I... sunburn on in the inside of your thigh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Dude.
1: As I'm thinking about this, uh, this gives me an idea for for next year's celebration. For all of you watching, listening, who are going to be there, we and, and are going to go to uh, Disneyland because I'm sure they'll have a, a Disney event uh, connected as they were going to. If you have made a saber or you have a saber. And you're at Galaxy's Edge. we got to get a Uteni Community Saber-ignited pose picture. So I'm saying it out now. We'll see you there. Um, (laughs) Next question is a little harder because I didn't ask you guys to look this up, and I frankly don't remember all of them. Uh, I want to ask you your favorite uh, Saber-fighting style. A shout-out real quick to our buddy Jared in the chat. (laughs) Legends Look Back episode 40, which I guessed it on, um, went much deeper into the forms. Uh, do any of us, first of all, do any of you guys know any differences of forms? And if not, who is it, Jedi? Obviously. Who's, who's fighting form you would like to, uh, who would you like to, to I I'm say, imitate? If you had to pick a Jedi, I, to fight, quite like.
3: I would like to imitate, well, the fighting style, I guess, is Makashi. That is form number two for, for all the late my covers.
1: Dude. You're my dude. That's.
3: That is Count Dooku's fighting style. Oh, sure. The his hand, hand behind his back makes you feel foolish because you can't beat him. Because he is the, <laughs> the what, what did I call him? A great swordsmith. Great swordsmith, man.
2: <laughs> you got to oh, wear man. those pajamas. All right, Fluid Corey, movements like Andrew? a fencer. Great. I love that. I got nothing, but, uh, you know, luckily I have all of the knowledge of mankind at my <laughs> fingertips. And I'm sitting yeah. in front of a computer. Give it a goo. Right? So that's right. That's right. Uh, Obi Wan uses uh, Sorosu? Sor- Sor- How do you yeah, say it? Sorosu? Sorosu? Yes, which is form number three. It's like a, a fairly defensive fighting style, and I, I'm all about it, man. I would love Obi Wan's fighting style. I love, right. That's why the council sent him to fight Grievous, man.
4: Uh, yeah. I do like. It's kind of cool because they actually do incorporate a lot of the his, like, actual form into the Battlefront game with, like, his abilities and stuff like that.
5: I dig
1: that. Um, sure. With it
4: being, like, very defensive.
1: I like that. Uh, I'm going to go, because I also have everything at my fingertips here. Uh, I I believe, now I'm, now I'm second-guessing myself. Yeah, okay. Uh, I would be a Form 4 fighter, a taru, which is Ahsoka's uh, fighting style of, like, quick movements. Um Mm-hmm. When I've done my, my, my combat training in my life, I've, I love double weapons. I love always having movement, constant, like short, quick attacks going on. So that would be me personally.
4: <laughs> so as far as form goes, I, I would be the same with Corey. I'd go with the Ceresu. Um, But as far as like whose fighting style I would want to emulate the most, I'm going to go deep dive here. And if, if Jared's here, he'll probably appreci- appreciate this and Trevor as well. Uh, I'm going to go send drawling who is one of my favorite obscure Jedis of all time because he was actually yes. the he was actually the Swordsmaster of the Jedi Temple. Mm, that's, um, right. that's right.
2: You had, to, but, you had to fight him in the Revenge of the Sith yes, game. Yes! PlayStation this is
4: 2, baby. Favorite, he was my favorite character in the duel mode it's, in that Revenge. Yes. He was so good. Um, he was so good, I've <laughs> got baby. His, man, yeah, what a spell. Wow. Right? That's so I've, I've got his... I've got his Wikipedia pulled up here. He he was skilled, uh, he mastered every form of lightsaber combat except for six and seven. Seven is vop, uh, vipop, Vipod, vop, which vop Charles pad, put in the chat. Is, our,
1: our Dr. Charles Vipad, Which is which Vipad. is literally
4: just more proof you need is is all the proof you need that Mace Windu was not a good Jedi because he literally it's designed a, a saber style that is based on the dark side. But yeah. I di- I digress. <laughs> Anyways, um he sucks. But, a uh, fun fact about saber hilt though. A fun fact about some drawing was the actor who played him as like an extra in the movie was the stunt coordinator for the movie. And so it was kind of cool. Like it was, I don't know, kind of meta that (laughs) the stunt coordinator got to actually be the Saber Master.
1: I love it. You know what? Hey, and honestly, that's as cool as we're going to freaking get on Lance. That's an amazing (laughs) fact. Let's go to the homework I gave these guys, which was I asked them to throw up their... Three or four favorite lightsaber hilts, and we're just kind of going to go around and talk about our favorites in the chat. Let us know if we're right, if we're wrong. Let us know some of your favorites. <clears throat> this is just—it's a celebration of some of the coolest designs we've gotten. So, Corey, I—I I don't yes. know the order. So,
2: yeah, neither do I the because race. there's like a ton of there's a ton of images. We all chose four, right? Yep. Yeah. So and Charles let's did just, as well. Uh, let's just sort of round robin them, and uh, I'll just kind of pull them up randomly. Yeah. I'll start with the first one that I pulled up, which is one of yours, Eric. What you
1: mean? Oh yes, okay. okay. Right here. These are my first lightsabers I ever owned. This is Ahsoka's white hilt. Hold on here. Yeah
3: Eric and I are. Here we go. Ahsoka's
1: Sabres from Rebels. I love them. I they're they're the first white lightsabers I saw. <clears throat> uh, I think I watched that before I saw Sanu in Clone Wars. I love the curvature, the samurai kind of design mm-hmm. of them, and then reading how she got yep. them in Ahsoka was amazing. So Ahsoka's yep. Rebel Sabers.
2: That's her new sabres too, right? Yes. That's not her original sabers, which are a little different. Which right? are these yeah. other ones.
1: That's my that's one of mine.
2: <laughs> don't All don't right, you fret, Eric Hasm. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll bring it up if I have it. right. I'm just gonna like close out of the tab of the of the image and just pick a new one. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of mine, which is uh Kylo Ren's lightsaber, man. It's so I rad. love I love Kylo Ren's lightsaber. I love how hacked together it is. Yeah. I feel he, like
3: I feel like if I had a lightsaber, this is what it would look
2: like. I, would like, I mean,
3: I think that's I how a lot like, of ours would look like. They wouldn't be clean and yes. finished, except for, like, Freddy, yeah. maybe, and that's about oh, it. The, that's right. The, the, <laughs> the,
4: the, the soldered-on the soldered exterior wire is just what makes it for me. It's just like they it forgot is, a step, and they're just like, sure. ah, just throw it on the outside. I know, yeah. exactly. It's not, it's, not, it it's not up to code, but don't worry about right. it.
2: It just has to work. And when they showed this... For the first time, when they showed it for the first time in the Force Awakens trailer with the with the delayed, oh Boom. man, yeah, and it like it like and it like this paved the way for new lightsabers in canon because they are like for sure, it's not super stable, right? Nope. It, like it looks, it looks hairy and like it's on fire, like it's <laughs> awesome. I love I love. His oh man, Rob that says it's been. the
1: Millennium Falcon of sabers. It's just kind of put together.
2: <laughs> That's perfect. Fantastic. That's a great awesome. analogy. <laughs> All right, next Here's, up. Uh, Here's one of Charles's lightsabers, Genji's. Um, yeah. yeah, Genji's lightsaber was probably the coolest looking lightsaber in that arc on, uh, in on, on the Clone Wars. Right? Yeah. Is uh, it's like the wooden, the wood it's wood like wood and kind of pointy, yeah. yeah, smooth yeah. wood from yes, the worship tree. It's
1: all right, Charles. You're not yeah. here, but good pick.
3: Yeah, I don't I'm have
1: that one. Big.
3: Yeah,
2: it's, and it looks like it has a. Here's another one. There we this go. It's another one of Charles's, it looks like. This is Obi-Wan's third lightsaber. What? No. He, he, is it? It looks like... Right? I yes.
4: Could, it's just yes. one of Obi-Wan's, yeah. Okay.
2: Yes, this is Obi-Wan's third Luke's lightsaber. So, so did I. <laughs> I. No, 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 no. no <laughs> I, have, I have Luke's lightsaber okay. as one of my right, choices. Right. Oh, no, this you're right, you're right, you're right. This is Obi-Wan's, this is Obi-Wan's third lightsaber. While we're yes. on
4: Obi-Wan's, I, just, I do want to just point out, everybody take special notice of the, the bottom of the hilt, the design there. Anyways, continue. Okay. <laughs> this? Like yeah. the little knob down yeah, yeah. there? Just, Why? just so the top of Because the- <laughs> it ties into one of my picks.
2: Okay. Mm. Okay, okay. The top okay, of the hill okay, looks,
3: it looks it. like a uh looks like a shower, like the, the shower head. <laughs> it totally does. It does. So you
2: could use it set. Is like a shower head. <laughs> so um this uh, funny, this is another one of Charles' picks. Funny enough, I was really mad that Charles beat me to it. In fact, I like stopped everything as soon as Charles put his picks in. I stopped everything to put my picks in, because I'm like, I don't want anybody to get them on my picks. <laughs> Obi-Wan's lightsaber is my favorite lightsaber of all time. I don't know why. I just love the sort of minimalistic design mm-hmm. of the top. Um, I had a, uh, when I was in college, I was that dweeb that had the lightsaber umbrella. Yes, you were! <laughs> And oh, I, yes! Have, That's I have Obi-Wan's, a <laughs> I know, dude, That's I awesome. have Obi-Wan's lightsaber umbrella, I still have it, it's in the, it stays in my car wow. all the time, I have, I have, I have a slot for it. And that's what it was. That's how I know this is Obi-Wan's lightsaber is yeah, I had the right. umbrella. Because Charles says yeah. in
1: all caps in the chat, that's because Luke based his <clears throat> lightsaber he built on Obi-Wan's, which we'll touch
2: all right, in so a bit. Speaking of which, yep. let's talk about that one now. I went and found I it. This it! is one of my choices. <laughs> Another one of my favorite lightsabers uh, is Luke's lightsaber yeah. from Return of the Jedi. Now it looks mm. very similar to Obi-Wan's lightsaber. It's Absolutely incredible! Inspired. Don't you have a let me see yours, uh, Eric. You have it in person, I do, right, right here yes hey, this yeah, was my christmas
1: yes, present hey, that now. really put me down the dark path this year i was how, like uh,
4: i did how much of that do you think was just george lucas being a cheap ass and he's just like slap some paint on that old prop oh, and get it in the <laughs> That's the of star yeah. wars isn't it absolutely <laughs> it's like absolutely. poetry at rhymes which yeah. just code for i'm cheap as hell
2: <laughs> another one of my favorite lightsabers yeah. um all right so let me pull this one up i don't know whose this is which is this one? This that's is Leia's that's I
3: so. chose that one. That's uh, that's right. my oh. second favorite. Ooh. I'm so glad yeah. you did. Go Leia's ahead, saber Beth. when we when you first saw it um, in uh, the Rise of Skywalker, I guess, um, has that rose gold throughout. Yes, it's so, it's so awesome. Good. And then the blue igniter button. It's a yes. beautiful looking saber. Yeah, and, this yeah.
1: is this is the one that went on on the limited edition box that I got, but also is being sold to Galaxy's Edge now. This was I didn't
3: know you had that one.
1: Yeah, man. This nice. is one of those ones that I'm like and also like it screws off the top so you can put in a blade and stuff. But like this weirdly when it came out when it was announced, I got so excited and I hadn't like I hadn't thought a ton about it since Rise of Skywalker but they're like, you can get Leia's saber. And I was like, oh, my God, I need it. <laughs> like, <laughs> is, girl. it's beautiful. And it's
2: like, it is.
1: It is. It's real. Hi- yes, that, that, it's regal. It's regal saber.
3: That's a damn good yes. description for it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> one of
2: the absolute redeeming qualities of uh, of the last sequel film, right, is that whole bit we get about Leia's lightsaber is super good. Mm-hmm. Super Adore good. I absolutely love all that stuff. Great pick, Wes. All right. Let's see what else we have. Uh, oh, here's a here's the one I want to discuss. Yes! Kanan Jarrus', Kanan is Jarrus. lightsaber. That's an awesome lightsaber, is it not, Corey? I, I hate this <laughs> lightsaber. It's so, so ugly. cool. It's so great. It's so but dumb. I, it's got this stupid round thing on yeah, it. Yeah, like, that why? keeps your hand from listen, being
4: burned off. Listen, like, listen, your, your, your arm here is None of from the other singed. Jedi need that none shit, of, bro. Like,
3: only Kanan does. Because he That's needs the, his saber like that so he can take it apart. And hide it in plain sight. He right? can't just have it hanging Agreed. so people, so he can be Look, pointed out by the inquisitors. You yep, fool! I, do you not you, understand? As <laughs> as, uh,
4: as as Eric pointed out earlier, I do have a toddler, and this lightsaber reminds me of these genius idea you have when you give your toddler a popsicle. You put like a cupcake wrapper on it so it catches all the drippings, and that's what that oh, yeah. lightsaber is. You know, <laughs> it, it it keeps you from You're getting torch flesh Andrew. on your hand. <laughs> And That's also, if right. like you want When you cut That's off right. an arm, you're not getting little flakes of skin and other ash on you. you know? <laughs> oh, disgusting. Well, realistically,
1: if you give it if you give your toddler a lightsaber, mm. you can take it apart and they can't turn it on. It's
3: toddler safe.
4: Exactly. <laughs> it's toddler friendly. <laughs> Come on. That,
3: see that that line in Little right.
4: Jason sindula can run around and play with it. That you know? line
3: in Rebels when Kanan's like, kid, I'm about to let everybody know on the secret. And he like puts his oh, my saber God. together. I love so, it. So uh, yes, Corey, you know you like it. Oh, it's my good. God. Out- Promoted. Of course, I love that scene, but like, come on! All, all right, right,
2: moving, right on. moving on, moving on, moving on, moving That's me. Another, yep. Uh, Eric uh, one. Of, this is yeah. Ray's lightsaber. Ooh, Another favorite. one of my favorite of all time, yes, man. I sure. love this
3: lightsaber. This thing is it's black. Oh, it's black, it's and it's got the and it's got the the, like, yeah, the wrapping in the middle, and you turn <laughs> it on by flipping the dial, like like the turning the, I the love the, it, dude. Yeah, the turny yeah. dial it, or whatever on the end.
1: And I love it because it is, it is so clearly, it's, it's so personal. And we, we talked earlier, mm-hmm. like, how much we love sabers that are personal. Like, this was another, like, this is also the heaviest lightsaber I own, but was also one that I was like, I, this was a no-brainer. Um, also, in how it works, if all you're watching it at home, you kind of just, like, flick open these things Aww. instead of doing that. So it opens up like that, and then the blade nice. goes right in there. Does um, that part? Does cool. that
3: part turn on the? Like, uh, it the does, it, but, the, but here, it? if
1: you're really watching, the switch goes it. sideways. So you like mm. flick it, and then it goes up. But okay. this is this is the most personal saber I think we get in canon, maybe outside Kylo Ren's, because it is literally the staff we have followed for movie after movie after movie. <clears throat> Rey has had this yeah. one thing for years, and she now keeps it with her forever in her Jedi weapon. I I absolutely yeah, adore yeah. it, and it's yellow. It's gold. Come on. Going. Come on now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. no-brainer, yeah. Ray's lightsaber. I can't wait to have, again, after more time passes, I want more comics and visual mediums and books with this lightsaber. Can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah. there we go. Yeah,
2: for sure. All right, uh, here's another one. This is one of my all-time favorites as well. I was looking at Old Republic lightsabers oh, um, when I was so looking cool. at this one. This one is wow. sexy. <laughs> Holy crap, this lightsaber is sexy. My goodness. You know, and I've... Uh, you know, I don't know what the lightsaber experience looks like at Galaxy's Edge when you can build your own saber. But if you have the ability to put any browns and woods in your <laughs> lightsaber, I am
4: absolutely going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's because, a uh, that's a Vera Bradley lightsaber,
2: dude. I love it, man. I love it. I don't care. <laughs> no, I love, I love it. it. So, that's that's uh, a compliment. Din, Gorgeous. This is uh this is Din Orgas's lightsaber. Who is one of the characters in the Old Republic game? He's one of like the. He's like the old guy that's sort of unofficially your master if you play as a Jedi. I thought it was one of the ones from the trailers, but it's actually not one of the ones from the trailers. I had to look it up, but like I love this lightsaber. Yeah. It's ornate, like it looks like it would be on a cover of one of the High Republic. Oh yeah, looks absolutely
3: antique, antiqueish. Yeah, you know kind of like it'll be like if you drop punk-ish. it. Kind of steampunkish. Yeah, and still yeah, a little bit sure. of that like
1: regality we talked about with Leia's. Like it's still clearly yeah. like. It's, it's funny because you get the ones in the Republic era that are a little more, like, clearly Luke built this in a cave, and it's, like, a little more, like, rustic. And these ones are, like, right. there's inlays of gold and wood, and it's, like, really regal. So Can- I and- dig those
3: Can- a Can- is better than that one. Yeah. Sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Wow, there it <laughs> all is. Right, all right, here we go. Here we go. Speaking of dumb lightsabers, here you go. Wow!
3: This is, this is my absolute favorite of all the lightsabers. <laughs> this is Count Dooku's curved hilt lightsaber.
4: That is... Curved for his pleasure. There you
3: go. Um, right. so, <laughs> um, We're going to get more oh bad man, Apple Podcast all, reviews now. Out of all the sabers, this so was sorry. the first one that I noticed that of the of the curved hilt. Yeah. So, right. when he when he first duels with it and uh, Attack of the Clones, right? Yeah. And then, um... saw is very much based on right. it. Yeah, And like the f- because it's a Sith saber as well, but yeah the, yeah. the curved hilt kind of... And then the chrome, look how... Pretty the chrome mm. is on it. Don't yeah, just take it down right away. Look, and look at it has a bottle opener too. Look right there That's on the right. end. You just open your beer. Oh, right, yeah. as you got to use it. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> use it I like a shoehorn to get your boots off. I mean, Dude, yeah, it's got all you kinds of you for
2: it. you put the blade away and then you shank them in the abdomen with it. That's what yeah. you do. <laughs> of course, Jose in the chat makes a great point. What,
1: makes one of the great all-time Star Wars Easter yeah. eggs. That it's kind of like. <laughs> It's kind of like air,
4: when Aragorn kicking the helmet.
1: Yeah, it's literally <laughs> Aragorn kicking the helmet, but in Star Wars, it's, it was curved uh, because of Christopher uh, Lee's arthritis. And it, it's true. <laughs> I, thought,
3: I I, thought you know, I read what?
2: this. I read this comment as an in-universe comment, like like how <laughs> Dooku had arthritis,
3: <laughs> which makes
2: sense. It's just like it was curved because his arthritis. Right. That's hilarious. Doesn't uh, less point. deadly.
1: That is, that is definitely a rich dude's lightsaber. like no sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. What do oh yeah, we got next? Sure. Let's, get a, let's get a little less All right. gaunty.
3: <laughs> another classic. Another classic oh, Darth yeah. Vader's Darth lightsaber. Vader's saber. So that was my runner-up that I chose. Um, and it's eerily similar to uh, Luke's... Or <laughs> Anakin's saber that is... Uh, Skywalker's saber. Turns into right? Luke's saber, yeah. So um, just the, looks like the only thing that really changed on it was the top. Um, so... Corey, what are you doing? What I don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Corey just had a this lightsaber the, duel in his. In only, his room. This,
3: this is the only have.
2: lightsaber I have. <laughs> Here we
5: go. What have
2: we got? <laughs> <laughs> what? What,
5: <the>? what? <laughs> did you knock
2: over to get
3: your hands on that? Tell the audio listeners
2: what you're holding. Oh my god! I have the Darth Vader lightsaber lamp, and I just like knocked, I just knocked over everything in my office so I could get this into the camera shot. I knocked one of the posters off the wall.
5: But that's what it looks like. There it is. Yeah, here it is. Yeah is that is
4: that is that your pool lamp?
1: Holy crap! Wes, Jacob said it best. Cool. We got the thumbnail.
3: Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, dude. I got two thumbnails for Corey. We'll just to we have a one. couple
4: different issues oh, yeah. We from. just won't have one for next week. We'll use Jesus. both of them.
3: All right. I'm dying. Oh, right.
2: my God. I'm crying. Eric's got all these, like, thousands of dollars of lightsabers behind me. I Corey's one, like, oh, oh, I got, oh, a lamp. I got, I got one. <laughs> I got a lamp.
4: <laughs> I love lamp. Oh, all right, what else we got? Oh, my God. We got God. a couple more good ones. Oh,
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Right, focus, I'm so focus. i so glad you got it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, all right, this is one of yours, uh, Eric. <clears throat> what do we got here? Is oh, Gios yeah,
1: is Stellan lightsaber. A yeah. High Republic. Speaking of, like, these regal, like, golden awesome things. I, I love the cross guard design of the saber that has like the kind of talons up ahead. And then when you ignite it, it, it flips out to make the cross guard. Yeah. It was controversial when it came out. Some people don't dig it. I get it. It's a very different style. But like every time. I Whatever. Those it,
2: people are wrong. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> this is awesome. It's, lightsaber. So, cool. it's yep. so cool. And listen, when you, you know, when you, when you're doing your community service, you can use it to pick up the trash. <laughs> on the go. side. <laughs> of <it. laughs> All of these are so useful otherwise yeah.
1: but i'll be honest oh, man like man. these high republic lightsabers the you know how on galaxy's edge when you go to build your own so i've heard like i gotta I've, I've tried to look at as little as possible so i can just get the whole thing but you can get like yeah. basically the the current jedi the sith the nature and then there was like these older golden things that are now totally like the high republic parts like everything we get about high republic sabers just looks so freaking awesome <clears throat> And I just love, but Stellan's is probably highest above, and it is in the lightsaber collection book, which is why I thought of it. So I love my boy Stellan Geos coming in the Rising Storm next month.
2: That's right. All right, the last. uh, Let's see, the last three. Well, you know, I have actually have one left. The last one I have left is. uh, Sidious, is Sidious' lightsaber. is <laughs> pretty, pretty fun. Which everyone had to point it's out some pretty fun. awkward crap about the end. <laughs> I'm not hey. bringing up any of that crap. Dude. But this is a weird looking lightsaber. It's got this button on the bottom. What is this for? Is this do something? Just activated or you something? I don't us, even Gory. know. What do you don't think ask? It does? Do we not. Ask. I don't know. what no answer you're
1: gonna get. He just like it slam is, it against his leg to turn it on and be like Ka-chow!
2: Like. It probably does turn something on. I mean, it is a mystery. It is absolutely <laughs> a mystery. Nobody, nobody knows what this button does. It's a mystery. It's hard to find sometimes. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a fantastic lightsaber. Absolutely fantastic lightsaber. One of my favorites. Yeah. All right. Moving on to some of the other weird lightsabers that we have. You got some weird <laughs> <ones>. uh, <Wait. laughs> we have a couple of weird ones here. <laughs> Is <laughs> the dark saber? Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This is I do, probably this, one of the most unique, right? I, yeah. This was. This I was pulled my this pick. picture off. This yeah. is the. This is the black series version, which looks a little more realistic. Do you have this one, Eric? Um, you own it? I'm
1: desperately trying to. I'm currently really like. It's hard to get at Galaxy's Edge. They just released it, but I mean, this is maybe the saber that is has the most storied history. I mean, it shows up Clone Wars, Rebels, Mandalorian. Like, this is the 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 dark saber. Obviously, you're listening. You don't know. Uh, you know come on you're listening to this podcast you know what the dark saber is it's just such an epically cool unique design like the the listening is different like the sound it makes is so unique The the crackling blade is so cool and i love the fact that it's like the combination of these eternal enemies of the mandalorians and the jedi you know yeah and i love how it's been how it has somehow made it through like, four different, or three, three, four different shows now in different pieces of Star Wars media. And, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't shout out three. Meg Dowell and our team, who I believe has to own the real Darksaber at some point. I think she will has literally to. fight someone. She,
4: she will rule Mandalore before it's all, yeah. all is said and done. Yeah.
1: So
3: we, so we saw it in Clone Wars, Rebels, The Mandalorian, and... I,
1: think that, I guess I think that's it right now.
2: That's it? Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But All right. So we cool. also,
2: um, Andrew, I pulled your lightsabers yeah. too here. Sorry. We didn't have Andrew. I we got four new him the, ones. <laughs> I missed them in the chat. Here we go. Four new ones. We'll both we'll do these pretty quickly. Uh, Revan's lightsabers.
3: Lightsabers.
2: Yeah, I, uh,
4: I like the I like the, I the symbolism one. between the light and the dark.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You got the top one that is more light side, kind of a clean, polished look. Yes. The bottom one is a little bit darker.
2: I've always thought that Revan's Darksaber, which I think is... Is that the red one? One's red, one's purple. Probably the black yeah, one um, is red. Yeah. So um, the, the black one, it looks so uncomfortable to hold. It does. I was just going like to say that. You know think, what, Corey? It's it, not it, it great does. to hold. <laughs> it's sort of, oh, do you have it? Yeah. It, it, oh, let me see. Let me see. Like, all right, there you go. It's all right. like, ouch! Like, how do you hold yeah. that crap,
4: dude? Aesthetically, though, aesthetically, it does favor the Star Forge, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, if I'm oh, it
2: does. It does come oh, like with this. Oh, it oh, opens nice. up too. Oh. And then you could take this. More...
1: It's like the thing that Loki gets the guy's eye. I was with about to say that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> ah! Oh my god, <laughs> that is a disgusting for you. scene. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yeah, Revan, great um, right. love that. You also let's see where's my button here. You also have uh, Jaina's lightsaber. Legends, legends, legends. Beautiful. That's right. That's right. What is this? What is this card from?
4: I, I think it's from some card game, like a good some, call. Like, yeah, <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> some like. Yeah, ta- right. Yeah. Some like some like tabletop <laughs> some like tabletop game. I think.
2: Yeah, it looks good. It look kind of it has a very minimalist sort of yeah, very classic. basic.
3: Yeah, yeah th- like not it. a good choice.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! I've got, I've got
4: the more exotic coming up. Oh yeah, he does. Here, oh is, uh, yes!
2: here is here uh, is Ezra's lightsaber. The first I gotta throw one that one in there. Super Which unique. I yeah. have to say, I had to say. Originally, I hated until I saw like real versions of it, like lifelike looking versions of it. Now
4: looks pretty cool it is so stupid and i love it yeah
2: well yeah it's
3: very unique like, it's it's the first mm-hmm. one we've seen like that right so
2: yes yeah. the only stupid part about it is that it only shoots stuns it doesn't right. shoot it doesn't shoot real blaster bolts because you know you he's a child them. and it's a disney
4: show yeah right? but so. he literally has a limb severing weapon at his disposal he's like i'm gonna stun you and i'm gonna stab you like <laughs> know, what well, yeah
1: <laughs> but also it's again
4: <laughs> i'm gonna do the humane thing and stun you first like, and i'm gonna stab you <laughs>
1: I think Ezra's <laughs> is very much like Rey's in that they are probably the two most personal. Like, right, like because oh, that yeah. whole episode where he gets pieces from the ship, like something from Sabine, something from Kanan, like he takes his family's like equipment and makes a lightsaber out of it. Uh, Charles that gets said, just absolutely wrecked by
3: Vader. <laughs> Charles said that Ezra's saber looks like a stapler. <laughs> I mean, it stapler. It looks like a. Uh,
4: <laughs> like A, staple a little gun. bit. Yeah, all right, <laughs> all right. Andrew's last fi- two
3: super
2: weird ones. Here's Andrews. Yeah! final one. Oh
4: god. That is a uh, Tentalca's ran- Rancor Tooth lightsaber. She actually had wow. two Rancor Tooth lightsabers. This so much. And the story of her lightsabers is super interesting. I'm not going to go into it, but it her first lightsaber did contribute to her arm being severed. So that's yes. A cool little Wikipedia research project for everybody. <laughs>
1: But yeah, Ka's Tenno-Kaw, lightsaber is still <clears throat> one of the most memorable lightsabers in my personal life. Like, that's the reason why I wanted to build a Rankar Tooth lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge. I still might. It's the whole reason why that's an option at Savi's is because of Ka
2: mm, It's
1: just, yeah. it's so rad. Young <clears throat> Jedi Knight series, check it out
2: then our last one of the evening is uh, Sinube's lightsaber, Sinube! which is... Sinube's yeah! lightsaber. What? Where's his the lightsaber, cane. do you say?
3: <laughs> it's yeah. so It's thin. within the hilt. Yeah. It's great. That's right. It, for it those- don't it-
4: accidentally push the button. I was about to say, it's all fun and games until his arthritis <laughs> kicks up and then you got holes all over the Jedi Temple floor. Yeah, for know?
1: those of you that don't remember, Tara Sinube is uh, the old master in the library in the archives uh, on the episode where Ahsoka gets punished and has to basically do, like, library duty. And he's the guy that's walking around with his cane. And then they do it a mystery. <laughs> but then he has this awesome, brilliant white lightsaber. Yeah. Love Tarasiniube. Yeah, cool. One of those, like, E or F list characters that I just always love.
2: <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are some of our favorite lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Favorite of all time. You guys have a favorite of all time? Mine's Obi Wan's third lightsaber for sure.
4: Ooh, uh, mine's uh, mine's
3: well, Count Dooku's arthritis-ridden curved hilt. Thanks.
4: I didn't. I didn't include it because it was kind of basic. But I went with uh, Qui Gon's. Is mine. Like that's the one yeah. that I think yeah. of. Um, it's a beautiful.
1: I didn't include it in mine. Like my my gut, honestly, it's uh, Luke Return of the Jedi. I think it's mm. that one. Or honestly, <clears throat> depending on how time works out, uh, Ray's might. Raise is very quickly rising.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Raise is up there for me too, man. I really I, like the only, the only dis, <laughs> the only disadvantage is like we never got to see her use it, right? Yeah. Like I really wish you would have gotten to see her use it, like Battlefront yeah. that awesome. Two. Yep, missed yeah, opportunity, right? man. I love, I love her yellow uh, lightsaber. So cool. Oh yeah, no. and
1: one, one, uh, sorry, one in the chat that's been brought up a couple times that we haven't mentioned yet. This, this episode as we as we wrap up here, uh, Cal Kestis' is lightsaber, but like the 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 all of the cannon one. All of them, yeah, all of them. <laughs> but the Canon one—that uh, was his master—is that they're—it's coming to Galaxy's Edge this fall. That's a—that's a huge one, of course. Let's see, Darth yeah. Maul, <clears throat> iconic for all the reasons we talked about.
3: Um, yep. I do have a lightsaber of my own. I have Yoda's lightsaber. You do? And, yep. Yeah. I have light, Yoda's lightsaber. I also have Yoda's hand attached to Yoda's <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> what so the hell? You oh, fools keep buying lightsabers, but I also have an appendage <laughs> attached to mine. So <laughs> <laughs> what the f of all is the things that? I thought I might why see do you on have that? A friend of mine bought this for me as she was going through the toy aisle. I'm sure, and it attaches oh to God. your wall, and it just sticks out there with Yoda just holding. A lightsaber. That's and
4: lights the up. unbelievable. Having, having <laughs> a uh, having a severed hand attached to a lightsaber <laughs> is the most Star Wars shit I've ever heard. Absolutely, like, that it is like absolutely <laughs> Star Wars. Absolutely. You know, I
1: actually have one more that I I do own and didn't put in. I almost I almost kept in, which is the Temple Guard lightsaber. Oh, Temple Guard's lightsaber. Which oh, yeah. I love because <laughs> it also makes an appearance. Uh, this is a little tease for you all. Uh, in the 2020 uh, Star Wars comic by Charles Soule, uh, Luke finds one. In the comics, we're going to be talking about this Wednesday night on the Cosmic Force. So tune in to hear me geek out about this very special lightsaber. It's hilarious you bring that up, Wes. That that was one lightsaber you have because the first lightsaber I ever had was an Obi Wan hilt from like Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, with like the spikes on the bottom, with mm-hmm. a purple blade for some reason. There's no reason.
3: It sh- <laughs> what?
1: It's back when they were like I don't know, kids want them, and yeah. they were putting whatever uh- in. <laughs>
3: out the, the assembly line yeah oh yeah, sorry one
1: last one last 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 one uh ian put in the chat That's being brought up by a bunch of people ray's dark side like vision like. Yeah, oh yeah
3: the double with the hinge love that dude Epic.
2: love that so cool it's,
4: it's all yeah. it's all fun and games until you hold the wrong side of it and you try to flip it out and the next thing you know your your intestines are spilling out but you know.
1: that's what the training is get, for yeah
4: you exactly. just gotta practice
1: <laughs> awesome well <laughs> folks um uh, if you're if you're listening and or watching first of all Thank you for hanging out on our lightsaber talk. We want to hear more about your favorite lightsabers. Tweet at us at the Living Force Pod. tell us about them, throw them in the Discord, and, I mean, gosh, we got so many cool lightsabers that are going to be made over the years. I can't wait to see more of them. But what I can wait for is next week, because that, my friends, is going to do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you support us on Patreon, we want to say thank you and stay tuned because that drunk trivia night is now on the way. Oh, boy. What have we gotten ourselves into? A special thank you, though, goes out to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council. And Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Dax Star Wars MD. Wes is at Boss West. And Charles, when he shows up, is at the Hankel. Andrew is also on Twitter, at Andrew Bell. Is that right? Maybe. Something in that way. Follow Andrew. He talks about Alabama football. A special thank you is out to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer, extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Wes, and Andrew for podcasting with me tonight. Thanks to all of you in the chat for hanging out and talking about some sorts. And as always, may the force be with you.
0: There is no hatred, there is joy. There is no division, there is union. There is no apathy, there is passion.